Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Anything else you'd like to say? I don't feel like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing passive aggressive no, about that. I don't want to. I'm, I'm not in the mood anymore. Yeah. No, well, I have nothing else to say. You had your chance. <laughs> Are you just a little passive aggressive? No, no, not. not at all. Why the hell would you ask me that, huh? Who do you think you are? A lot of passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're just going to start. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I had nothing really to add. To, okay, you, you were know. pretty much done. I mean, we could go to talk about the weather, but it's just hot. Yeah. You know? So there's nothing to say about that. You know. And you know, I love these guys on TV going. Well, sometime in the future, it's going to change. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> Sometime in the future, it's going to change. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> and then there's something about over here at 1604 Westbound, Kyle Seal Parkway. They're cleaning it up now, but they had it stopped, completely shut down overnight because they're, they're closing everything now over there at night to yeah. do that 10-lane uh, expansion. So. Right, 10-lane ten, <laughs> ten expansion. <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, all the construction that's going on. We have turned into Houston. Right. Okay, then I'll let you go and uh, just have a wonderful day, and I'm just sorry. Yeah, that I'll, I, you, you know, know what? I'll just sit here and wait, little, you know, and then at 530, if you decide. You know, the, oh, I, don't say you decide. Yeah. Don't, put, don't put nothing on me. It's your show. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm in charge. Yeah. Actually, it's my station. So that's true. Yeah, that's right. It's okay. all about you. Hey, listen, I just want to start the show before I get all into the serious stuff here. Hey, ladies and Megan, whatever you are, uh, you go woke and you lose the chance at world domination. I just thought it was divine justice that she's the one that screwed up that cost them the, 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 chance, the chance at the championship. Megan Rapino, yes. Or is it Rapino, Or who really R- cares? Rapino. Okay. Yeah. I don't really care. Either way. Right. You can call her whatever you want. Yeah. But I just think it was divine justice, really, that you know some people would call that karma. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of, though? <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that Super Bowl with the uh, where the Bills kicker missed the field goal. Yes. Was it Scott? Was it Norwood? Yes. Is that his name? Poor yeah. Scott Norwood, yeah. man. Poor kid. Which yeah. year? Yeah. No, they missed more than <laughs> the once. One, the one against the Giants. Yeah, so, Norwood. Yeah. But yeah. they missed more than once. Right. Well, yeah, I know they missed. They missed four in a row. But, but he went the, down into infamy. As they, they, the that, that's what people remember him as. Yeah. I mean, a right. really good career, but they remember him as that one. Yeah. God dang. Or, or that kicker in the Ace Ventura movie. That blamed the you know blamed it all on Dan Marino. Right, Ray Finkel. <laughs> Ray Finkel. Ray that Finkel. was it. Laces out, Dan. Yes. Yeah. Hey, listen, we have a director to talk about today as well. The scariest director that ever existed. So we'll tell you about that a little bit later on too. Elaine. Yeah, that's her. That would be her. <laughs> I I want to get into the Gold Star family thing from yesterday and uh, and tell you how disgusted I am at our president. But I mean, you're not shocked about that, right? I mean, everybody pretty pretty much knows my disgust for this uh, for this guy who wears the label as president. Again, he's being directed by others. But uh, the way he acted after Afghanistan, which was wholly and completely on him, the deaths of those 13, the whole way that it came about, the guys who were falling off the airplanes, the Americans who were left there, every last bit of it was on Joe Biden. 
the way that Donald Trump had the exit set up, it was controlled, it was measured. There were certain steps that were happening at certain points and times where we were able to maintain control of the situation. Joe Biden decided to just pull the plug. We're getting out against the advice of some really smart people. And we lost 13 of our soldiers, 13 of our military members. Then, to take the attention off of that, Joe greases a daddy and seven kids who just had a car full of water. Well, we got to get the terrorist. We got to get the guy who did this. And it was just a man who was taking water home to his family. He's never apologized for any of it. What we heard yesterday was some of the most disgusting stuff. And, Jimmy, let's go ahead and get into this. Some of the most disgusting stuff I've ever heard concerning Joe Biden. And you know what? That's taking it to a whole new level for me because I do a lot of study of him so that I can represent what I say to you correctly. This guy, it, it truly is one of the worst human beings I've ever investigated. He is a criminal in my view. He has, he's a traitor to the United States of America. He has, in my view, committed treason. But also, when it comes to these Gold Star families who lost everything when they lost their children in Afghanistan because of Joe's decisions, and then all he wants to talk about is his son. Telling these families that he knows how they feel and telling these families that his son came home from war in a flag-draped coffin, too. Now, folks, there's a lot of low things that politicians do. But trying to one-up families that you caused the death of their children, trying to one-up them by lying to their faces, lying. We all know that his son died of brain cancer at Walter Reed, not at war. His son was not blown to bits and brought home in a flag-draped coffin. And yet, Joe Biden stands there with these families of these young men and tells them, my son died just like yours did. All right, Jimmy, go ahead. Our elected president entered the room. When he approached me, his words to me were, my, my wife, Jill, and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a flag-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster, and I started shaking, knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. Also wondering how someone could honestly, sorry, be so heartless to say he knew how I felt a little over 24 hours and learning of my son's death. After this encounter, I have never had any personal correspondence, nor has my son been honored or his name spoken by this commander in chief. 
or his administration. On what I feel is because of their failures and poor planning to exit our troops from Afghanistan. Not one word of these 13 has ever crossed the lips of Joe Biden. Not one. And in fact, when he went to Dover under protest when the 13 coffins were brought back, he stood there and kept checking his watch. Not once or twice, but numerous times he kept checking his watch. As if to say, how much longer do I have to endure this? How much longer do I have to be here? And then when he met those families at Dover, and by the way, I've been there, and I have gone back in the morgue at Dover, and it is one of the most solemn experiences you will ever have in your life. When you realize the men and women who have passed through Dover in the, in the morgue, their bodies or remains, whichever, being prepared to be brought back home for interment, it is one of the most solemn places on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. To me, it's, it's kind of hallowed ground because of the lives that were given for freedom and their bodies passed through there to be prepared. And to have absolutely zero class. Now, I'm not surprised that Joe would have zero class. He doesn't have any. But to have zero class and treat these people this way is just, I can't think of anything worse. I really can't. I mean, we, we laugh about the sniffing of the hair of the little girls. That's not funny. We, we, we carry on about how he can't speak anymore and he can't even read a teleprompter anymore. And we carry all those things. But to have zero class and tell these families, hey, some sort of competition here because my son, you know, he, he was a war hero too. He came home. Flag draped coffin just like yours. And that's all he wants to talk about. He doesn't want to talk about them. He doesn't want to talk about their child. He doesn't want to talk to them. He doesn't he doesn't want to console them, which he's supposed to be at that moment, consoler in chief. Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews survived. He was horribly maimed. In fact, complete arm blown off and just terrible stuff. He said that when Biden came to the hospital, that, you know, they set up this entire thing for a photo op. That's all it was. And Biden came in and stuck his hand out to shake his non-existent hand. Didn't have an arm. It's gone. On his other hand, he had just little nubs for fingers. That's all that was left. Joe didn't say hello. Joe didn't say, God bless you, son. Joe didn't say, I'm praying for you, son. Thank you for your service. He didn't say a word to him. He grabbed those nubs of his fingers and turned to the cameras and gave that big Joe Biden grin while he was holding Sergeant Vargas's nubs. Sergeant Vargas's mom lost her S and said to Joe Biden, you had better blanking effing take care of him the rest of his life for what you did to him. Biden turned to him, and his eyes got squinty. 
And he leaned into Sergeant Vargas's face, and he said, well, what do you want? Sergeant Vargas just was blown away. I mean, you know, what do you mean, what do I want? Well, you know my son was a military hero, too, a war hero, too, and he died in service to this country, said Joe Biden to Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews. All right, Jimmy, give me some more. I ask that our children are honored, those injured, and those that made it home from HKIA, that they be honored by speaking the truth. Absolutely unbelievable. We'll continue to play more of this as the day goes on, but it was quite the day yesterday. Yeah, Cut 5 was the first lady who was talking about yeah. That, yeah. I thought you were going with the mother reading all the names of the people. Yeah, no. yeah that was two. something else. Well, we also have a sound from a father. Uh, I'm looking for his name, the dad. Do you remember it, Jimmy, the dad's name? It was the article said the father at the beginning, and then it was the mother on the audio yeah. reading okay. the names. Okay. All right. Well, the father who said to Joe Biden, you need to quit. And I couldn't agree more. It's way past time for this guy to be impeached and not be in office anymore. He's brought so much shame to this country and so much heartbreak to the people of this country. In closing... I'm calling out Secretary Blinken, Secretary Austin, General Milley, General McKenzie, Lieutenant Colonel Whited, who could not give the order to the snipers to take out the bomber before he detonated his vest, and ultimately the president. Do what our son did. Be a grown-ass man. Admit to your mistakes. Learn from them so that this doesn't happen ever, ever again. That's it. Be a grown-ass man. Admit to your mistakes. Go ahead and turn your mic on and say it, Elaine. I can't read it that fast while you type it. Darren Hoover. Darren Hoover. That's the one. That's it. All right, 210 I want to tell you about my friend, Dr. Mark Capricorn, and the team at River City Oral Surgery. River City Oral Surgery, what a wonderful group of folks that's going to help you with whatever your oral surgery needs are. If you need teeth removed because you're in pain or they're cracked, broken, whatever the case may be, they can remove teeth for you. If you've got wisdom teeth and they're crowded in there and they you no, they have to come out. River City Oral Surgery can do that, too. And when it comes to implants, listen, he assembles an awesome team. They do the extractions, and then you go to his other team that puts together the uh, the implants for you. It's an amazing work and an amazing process they do, and they've got it down to a science. There's a lot of guys that may take a weekend course on implants and say they're a, you know implant thing because that's all the, the rage right now, but not that's not River City Oral Surgery. 
that's what these guys specialize in is oral surgery and nothing else. So if you have an embarrassing smile, if you're missing teeth, got cracked, broken teeth, or you're walking around in pain, you don't need to. Get in touch with our friends at River City Oral Surgery. That's RiverCityOMS.com. Going to be sunny and hot, 105 for the high today, and right now it's 80 at KTSA. Good morning. We still have a cl- 25. Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. It's 210-599-5555. A couple more things here to wrap up on this uh, Gold Star family stuff from yesterday. Um, well, let me just get a, a little bit personal, okay? Just real quick here. Uh, most of you know my story. I had a daughter who I believe was killed and a son who took his own life. And we have a situation where the grief of that is always under the surface. It's it's always there. I mean, you know, you live with that for the rest of your life as a parent. But this is not a competition. Now, neither of my children served in the military, okay? But I view what Joe did to these Gold Star families as if I were to walk up to them and say, well, my, my son and daughter came home in a flag draped coffin. That would have as much truth as what Joe, Joe said to them to their faces. And it's horrific. Um, I get the pain of a father. I did it twice. Okay, I preached my kids' funerals, both of them. And um, I get it that Joe's hurt by the loss of his son, Bo. But to continually make him a war hero, even in the faces of parents whose kids actually were war heroes, it doesn't get any worse. But you know what else we have found out in the past two years, and it was mentioned several times yesterday? When the generals went to the homes for the assessment afterwards to talk to the parents, they had all the details wrong. To the point where they were telling parents, you know, your son this, that, and the other was over here. And the parents knew, no, he wasn't. That's not where he was. Or, in one case, with one, they kept talking about how her son was doing this, that, and the other. As a right-handed man, he was left-handed. I mean, they, they had the details about these guys so wrong. And the situation so wrong because all that mattered was to cover up what truly happened. But then, but then to tell one who, who ultimately lost her son, to tell, to tell him that he had to clean up the airport so that they would leave leave it nice and clean for the Taliban. We left behind billions of dollars in war-making equipment. A lot of that went to China. But our boys were also ordered to clean up the airport after the explosion, after the mess created there. Clean it all up because we don't want to leave a mess for the Taliban. 
We want to leave them a clean, pristine place. That's not the kind of country I want to be associated with. If you still support Joe Biden after this gold family thing yesterday, you're as low as he is. I got to tell you, just going to tell you right now, if, if he's still your man, after hearing what we heard from these families yesterday, you're as bad as he is. You're as disgusting as he is. Because there is no way to back this man after hearing from these parents yesterday. There is no excuse to support him in any shape, form, or fashion. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. So many companies prioritize profits over people. Yeah. 536. Hello, baby. Let's get going. My name's Trey. Thanks for listening. Appreciate that very much. For almost 50 years. So, Donna, you're staying hydrated this morning. You are hydrated, aren't you? Are you well hydrated? You're staying well hydrated in this very hot temperature, are you not, Don? You are you are hydrated at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, copious amounts of tequila. Okay. That's hydration, that, that, right? No, 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 oh? no. That does the opposite. Oh. Alcohol will dehydrate you like nothing, man. man. Wow, this explains so much. It does, doesn't yeah, yeah. it? like a dried-up prune over I'm, there. I'm kind of bummed out now that I know that. See? Yeah. 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 You learn all kinds of stuff. No, yeah. but he's not having copious amounts oh, of tequila. No, that's this weekend. Wait till okay. wait right. till Friday at one o'clock. It'll be over with. <laughs> I almost showed up to his open house with a lawn chair and a bottle of tequila, and just sat in the yard. You know, I told him if he really wanted to sell the joint, to put a, put the Mr. Softy truck out front. And that's tell everybody not a bad that's idea. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Everybody come for that. I yeah. thought about it, but then he'd be crying because he's losing Mr. Soft. Oh, I know. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, so uh, the the president is back from an 11 day vacation. Go, go back on vacation, Joe. Back from 11 day vacation. He's at the Grand Canyon to tell us how awful we are for making hot weather. God. <laughs> He makes my job really simple. Now, it's not easy because it takes a lot of work, but he makes it simple. Uh, he's at the Grand Canyon in the middle of August <laughs> to talk about hot weather. <laughs> yeah, it sure is hot out here. Yeah, Joe, that's the point. It's the Grand Canyon. It's the desert. Look around. You know, kind of interesting story came out yesterday. Eric Schwerin that that name probably is not familiar to you. He's up there with Devin Archer in that whole Rosemont Seneca thing. Yeah, he was one of the bros, one of the hunter bros, right? Eric Swearin. Eric Swearin. So we had been told that Mr. Swearin came to the White House when Joe was vice president, the Obama White House when Joe was vice president, and visited with the vice president 27 times. That's what we were told. Come to find out, that was a damn lie. <laughs> It was at least 36 times that this guy in business with Hunter went to the White House. Now, that doesn't include the times that Devin Archer went. That doesn't include the times that all the other people that Hunter was in business with and all the associates from all the foreign countries. We're talking hundreds, hundreds. And those are the ones we know of that are on the logs. We also know there were many, many, many others, possibly hundreds, of visits that were not on the visitors' logs. And today, they do not allow the release of visitor logs, and they do not allow the release 
of those who go to their homes in Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach. And we know that he is meeting with people at both of those locations. And the Secret Service say, well, we don't we don't keep record of who's visiting him at these all bullcrap. No. <laughs> We're talking about the President of the United States. Anytime he meets with anybody, there's all kinds of records and recordings. So this is a lie, and now we're finding out more and more about these people who visited. But you know what they care about, what the media cares about, <clears throat> and all they care about is hanging Donald Trump. And I mean literally if that's what they have to do, that's what they're going to try to do, to keep him from becoming the President of the United States again. Because if he gets in charge, that means you're in charge and not them. And they can't have that. So this whole thing that they're fighting over in court, I'm not going to take you in the weeds on it, but it was all about whether or not Donald Trump could release some of the evidence that he was getting. Now, as I told you yesterday, the reason they're trying to keep him from releasing the evidence is this. Number one, they want to control the release of the information that comes out about Donald Trump. If he gets this evidence and he starts presenting this evidence in the public, well, they've lost control over it. And they can't have that. Okay? Jack Smith and Joe Biden and Merrick Garland cannot have the defense attorneys and Donald Trump releasing the facts of the case. They have to control what the Washington Post and New York Times and Associated Press writes. So when it's picked up by ABC and all the other states across the country, it's their side. It's one-sided. If Donald Trump releases anything and puts it out on social media and all and interviews and all that other stuff, if he talks about the evidence, well, then they're not controlling what goes into the ears of the numbnuts in America. And that's what they're trying to prevent, number one. They want to control the information that comes out about the Donald Trump trial. And so if Donald Trump is allowed, and this is all they're doing, they're trying to block him from releasing any information. The attorney's office up there, and I'm talking about Jack Smith and Merrick Garland, they, they leak every single day information to the Washington Post and New York Times. and all. We, all, we know that they're leaking in order to taint the jury pool, in order to get the word out so when the jurors come in, they've already got preconceived notions in their head about this trial. And they cannot have Donald Trump playing their game. Because you know he will. You know he's going to get that evidence. And you know he's going to put that evidence out on Truth Social and wherever else he can. You know the man is going to litigate this in public. But you know what? They, they are already doing that. The Jack Smith government side is already litigating this in the public view. That's why when you turn on CNN or ABC, they've got information. Well, they're getting that information from the Department of Justice. Anonymous sources are telling us. Anonymous sources. Anonymous sources. Anonymous sources. And you, so, so they're already tainting the jury. And by the way, it's a jury. It's a jury pool out of out of uh, D.C. So they're already anti-Trumpers in D.C. And now they're tainting them, they are getting the word out, they're prejudicing the, the jury, etc. And they're doing it on purpose, and they don't want him to be able to, number one. Number two, the other thing that they want to do is shut this guy up during an election. So what they're doing is they're working their way, and they're trying to get the judge to go along with a complete gag order on Donald Trump. As in... 
taking away his access to a phone. That's what they're petitioning the court for. A total and complete gag order, gag the defendant so he may not participate on social media. Take away his access to a phone so he cannot post on Truth Social or Twitter X or whatever. Now, why would they be doing that? Well, you know. (laughs) He's running for president. And since we know that Joe can't get a message out there at all, well, you got to shut up Joe's competition. And the way you shut him up is you have a judge issue a gag order that says to Donald Trump, if you get on social media, if you do interviews, During this time leading up to your trial, you will be found in contempt of court and will immediately remand you into custody and lock you up to keep you from doing it. That's what they're trying to do. That's what they're attempting to do is to shut him up during campaign season. So, number one, they're trying to control the flow of information about the trial. And number two, they just want to shut him up altogether so that he cannot even campaign for president. That's the dirty tricks that the government is playing right now against Donald Trump. And Britt Hume on Fox News yesterday, if you're still watching Fox, I'm sorry for you, man. Britt Hume on Fox News yesterday said Donald Trump was a failed president. Britt Hume. You know, Mr. D.C., Britt Hume. Donald Trump was a failed president. That's what they think about him over at Fox News. Failed president. Well, if he was a failed president, why are they working so hard to make sure he doesn't become president again? (laughs) It seems to me that if he was a failed president, the left would want him to be president all over again and fail some more, huh? Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. You ever wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and think... ...appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. When I opened the show this morning, I was telling you how disgusted I have become at our president and that he continues to reach for new depths as far as I am concerned. And meeting with the Gold Star parents of those whom he caused the the loss of their lives uh, in Afghanistan during that terrible withdrawal, meeting with them and telling them that his son, uh, Bo, came home in a flag-draped coffin and uh, looked, continuously looking at his watch and doing all the things that I've told you about just disgusts me even more. Stephen Nakui is joining me, the father of Kareem Nakui, who died in the blast in Afghanistan. He's on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. And Stephen, uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Well, I appreciate you, and uh, thank you for your time. Um. Your thoughts after the testimony yesterday and having to go through all of this and and um, your, your general feelings, too, about what has happened in the past two years. Thank you. Well, my regards to uh, yesterday was obviously it's very emotional. It's very hard to see uh, the other parents who, you know, you become close with uh, 
and um, you love them, and and so when they're hurting and then they're in pain, it's it's just difficult for for you to watch and for 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 me to hear their story. And um, but it it, it was um, we were very thankful that finally we're able to get a form to where we can actually have a voice and 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 let the American people know, you know, how how we've been treated and and. Um, the disregard for the service that our kids have given by the administration. Uh, nobody else. This is all focused towards the, the Biden administration, the Department of Defense and the State Department, because they're the ones that were in control of this operation, ultimately. And, um, you know, for the man that, that caused the whole incident, for him to not recognize or even say their name, in his first State of the Union, instead to invoke his own son's name, who wasn't who wasn't killed in a situation like our kids. All right, he wasn't he wasn't killed in a situation where, you know, someone wanted to get a photo opportunity and end a war at a certain date, um, so that he, to promote himself, to promote his own political aspirations, to pr- promote his um, his legacy, so to speak. Um, you know, his son died from what he said in the State of Union from diesel fuel. And he said that diesel fuel, the burning of diesel fuel, is the existential threat to um, the American military. So this man is, um, well, you know, for him to... He's he's deranged is what he is. But let's let's talk about that for just a couple of seconds. He likes to say that his son is a war hero. Now, I'm a, I'm a father who has lost two children, okay? Not in war. But um, he he likes to claim that his son was a war hero. His son was not a war hero. Um, his son died from brain cancer, and he always tries to make the connection to his son's time in Iraq. That has yet to be proven, and in fact, the opposite has been proven over time in that we don't have hundreds of thousands dying with brain cancer uh, from being in, in Iraq. But that aside, for just a minute, he always goes back to that. And to think that he would come up to you or to any of the others and immediately start talking about how his son came home in a flag drape coffin as well, which is a lie, and he knows it's a lie, uh, that is just standing on top of the graves of, of your children as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yet no one else has done anything to come to your aid either, right? I mean, the State Department, the the Pentagon, they've all ignored you. And in fact, as you just stated a couple of months ago, hadn't even said the names of the 13 that died. Won't even say their names. Yeah, that's correct. But we've had a lot of, you know, and, and that's the business end of it. That's the business end of, you know, this is how I would categorize that. You know, we have the personal end in which the personal end has been the outpouring of American people, regular people like you, regular people like your listeners coming, sending us flowers, telling them that they believe in us, you know, telling their story, um, fellowshipping together, you know, under God. This is, this is, we have that, all right? Believe us, you know, don't, don't, we're, you know, know, we have support from the American people. You bet. You bet. There's no doubt in my mind and support from each other as well. This is something that's gone on that's, that's, that we've all had to live with for, for quite some time. Seven survivors have taken their own lives in the past uh, couple of years. I know you lost another son in this situation as well. This has been just far-reaching, and um, t- 
to to have the the, the cold hearted and hard heartedness of this president and the people who work under him, uh, it just it, it's a shame on them. It really is a shame on them. And thank God you have you have other people that you can rely on. Thank you. Thank you. Amen to that. Well, Stephen, thank you. I appreciate your time this morning, and our, the, our listeners will continue. We're in Military City, USA. Our listeners will continue to uphold you and pray for you and the other families as well. Stephen Nakui, who lost his son, Kareem, in that horrible, horrible withdrawal in Afghanistan. So please do continue to pray for them as well. Uh, again, I started the show by telling you that every day as I study uh, more and more about Joe Biden to become more and more disgusted about his criminal activities. I think he's a traitor. I think he's committed treason against this country by selling uh, this country out. And obviously you don't get any lower than the way he has uh, treated these families uh, whom he caused. He's responsible for the deaths of these uh, of these brave warriors. And the way he has treated these families is, is, uh, is below contempt. It's just absolutely the lowest that any human being can go. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Your smile says a lot, so you don't want a sense everything. And where news breaks. <laughs> we got breaking news happening this morning. You don't want to turn away from us at all. Uh-huh. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware, now on FM 107. <laughs> go, baby, go. <laughs> so let me remind you, there are exit rows right back here, yeah. emergency exits, fore and rear, and in case we lose pressurization, the things are going to come out over your head. Put yours on first before you put it on the kid. And if you need a flotation device, <laughs> what else is what else is he going to tell us, Mister? Uh, make sure you're staying hydrated and uh, you're checking on people who may need hydration. Right. Uh, right. Check on those who are sensitive to the. Heat. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Right. I I'm, thought he said just check on those who are sensitive. I'm very sensitive myself. Yeah. So let me just have a hug or something. I do. I want one. Plus, I I looked over at some point. We need a group hug. Not again. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I fell for that one time with you. Well, that's okay. I haven't. I, you know, my wallet disappeared. Uh huh. You know, right? I know what I'm being. And I'm a, I can be a bit handsy at times, but bit. I do enjoy a group hug. I'm yeah. gonna I'm have gonna to start charging for those. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> consult the uh, employee <laughs> handbook <laughs> on mandatory group hugs. <laughs> yeah. What handbook? <laughs> we don't know anything about no handbooks or we don't need those stinking handbooks. Hey, listen, who's got the water burger app? Raise your hand. No. Nope. No. Um, I don't know. Let me. Well, check. you are a meat. You don't like meat. What would well, you, you know, have? I, no, I do have the Whataburger app. No, <laughs> no way. The only I do. Non- Why? Why do you have it? That's right. What? What? He does have it. For what purpose? Why do you have it? They have delicious milkshakes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hash right. brown. And I was just there yesterday. I was I was hanging out with my son Thomas. We oh, at, he eats meat. And he wanted to you know, go to lunch. I said, "Well, where do you want to go?" And he said, "I want a cheeseburger." Well, you know, See? there's a Whataburger on every corner. And so we just pulled. <laughs> that doesn't in gross and, you out, does it? When somebody nah, else is chomping on meat in no, front of you. Help, have, you, have yourself a good time. Okay. Enjoy so that high cholesterol. Jimmy's. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Jimmy's going to get it, and Elaine's going to get it here in just a couple of seconds. You know why? Today is National Whataburger Day, and if you have the app, you get a free hamburger. I don't have the app, and I can't get it. I got a gastric sleeve about three years ago, and my doctor listens to this show. Oh, oh. Well, there you go. So I don't do Whataburger. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. She's uh. not going to do that. <laughs> 
She because that vi- what that does vi- <laughs> it violates the warranty. So yes, she, it does. <laughs> she, she goes in. Did you eat some no, meat? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Wa- Warranty's been void. We're voided the warranty. Voided warranty on three years. Three years, sixty thousand calories. Yeah. That's a warranty. I thought if you had a gastric sleeve when you ate something like that, it just went straight on through. It no, didn't even stop. No, didn't no, decompose. No. It just comes right out the don't, same way it went know, in. Don't even bother trying. It doesn't work that way? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, anyway, you get a free makes, hamburger if you have that the weird, It makes that weird noise. You know, like, <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Where's that coming from? No. Elaine. Yeah. Elaine just Elaine. walked by. <laughs> she <laughs> ate something she shouldn't yeah. have. She had a taco. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, and, and I don't know who proclaimed it Whataburger Day because it's like, you. Pro- I, I guess they did, right? Yeah. You, so, uh, you know, you, today is National Trey Ware Day. You can proclaim your own day now, right? Well, what do we get for free on Trey Ware Day? <laughs> Cut it down low by half. <laughs> It'll show you on there. So here's so here's the deal. First of all, download his app. So many, and he winked so many at, jokes. He winked at me when he said that. First, back to the group hug. Yeah. So here's the deal. First off, um, they're commies over at Waterburger now, okay? Because they moved to Chicago. <laughs> they are. They moved to no, Chicago. They moved to Chicago. Oh my God! No, That's what, a commie no, move. No, what, the is, corporate is still here in San Antonio. I don't care. But we, a, we kept the people here employed. The oh, owner. The on. owner lives in Chicago. But See, the corporate headquarters he's a commie, here. right? See? Oh, you know, they don't have a Whataburger salute when you walk in for I bet they do. Oh, come I on. I bet you have to goose step. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Jesus. Not in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you run. Yeah. When, you run. When you get out of the car to go inside, you run real fast. back to Texas. Oh, bang, 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 bang. Can I get a number one with sickle and cheese? <laughs> you know, that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, Try our new manifesto burger. <laughs> <laughs> Fist in the air. Yeah. God. Communist. Just dodge the ricochets. That's oh, all you got to do in Chicago. Communist so you get a free hamburger if you download the app. So that's yeah. all I meant to say by all, all right. that. It took us a long time to get that out, but yeah. it took us everything else. So we had, look, I had to lighten the load after last hour. I just, you know, last hour, just, uh, <laughs> you can go back and listen to the thing from last hour, all the, the Gold Star family stuff. And what they those families have gone through. So, anyway, yeah, if you want to download that, go ahead and get yourself a free hamburger or whatever you want to do. Not you. I'm not talking no, to you because no, no. that would you eat the meatless hamburgers, right? Those fake ones, the fakey burgers, the, the plant based burgers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, they're not fake. They're just plant based. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you look uh, good. Whatever those, you're doing, they you don't know? have them in Whataburger, though. They don't. No. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's, right. That's exactly right. Oh, they're in Chicago, not Sacramento. There's a big difference. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, between the two. Okay, former FBI agent Charles McCongle is expected to plead guilty today of colluding with Russia. Why do you care? Well, he's the FBI agent who started Crossfire Hurricane accusing Trump of colluding with Russia. Ha, 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 uh, I don't believe in karma. I do believe in divine retribution. Let's see here. Pence announces that he's reached the donor threshold to qualify for first Republican presidential debate, which is coming up, up August 23rd on Fox. Um, Pence said, I hope that Trump has the courage to show up. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that Brent Hume now over on uh, on Fox is calling Donald Trump's presidency a failed presidency. Really? Well, let's, I just did a little research here. You know how I like doing that, because I have nothing else to do with my time. And 
A little comparison between the Trump boom and Bidenomics, what we're going through right now. Trump, uh, jobs created in the first 30 months of the presidencies. Trump created 4.9 million jobs, Biden 2.1 million. Real family incomes. This is where the nut cutting is, right? Real family incomes. In Donald Trump, real family incomes on average were up $6,400, 6400 under Joe Biden, real family incomes are down, on average, 4000 Gas prices. <clears throat> During the Trump years, $1.87 a gallon, on average. Under Biden, $4 a gallon, on average. Mortgage rates. Donald Trump, 2.65% on average. Joe Biden, 7% on average average income right now under Joe Biden is $5,000 below the average cost of all living expenses well those are pretty good numbers for a failed presidency mr. Hume he's doing what he's got to do to keep his gig over at Fox after they have become the anti uh, Trump network, obviously, no doubt about that. But that's uh, that's why they don't want him back in. That's why they're doing everything they can to block him from running and block him from being reelected. Because if he's reelected and put back into office, that means you're back in charge, and your life gets a whole lot better. And when you're in charge and you're making choices for your life, and your life is a whole lot better, what do you need them for? You don't need D.C. And if you ever woke up to that, they'd be out of a gig. And that's why they're fighting tooth and nail to make sure that America never wakes up and realizes, we don't need them. What do you need them for? Well, they do. Do they fix the roads and the bridges? That's what they're supposed to do. Do they provide a standing army to protect us? Do they seal up the border to protect our sovereignty? What are they doing? Not a thing. All right, quick break. When we get back, a very good friend of mine is going to join me here with a wonderful story, uh, an outcome that is uh, th th this family is just an amazing family. I'm going to tell you more about that, and he'll join me coming up next. FM 78 Auto Center was just there yesterday because I've been telling you about granddaughter's car, right, and having a little, a couple of tweaks done to it. And, uh, and of course, I'm trusting FM78 Auto Center to do it all for us. FM78 Auto Center, they do everything from oil changes to putting in a whole new engine. This was just a little part I had to order that I needed to, them to replace in the car to fix a little water leak in it. And uh, they're just doing a tremendous job. And by the way, while it's there, I'm going to have the windows tinted so it's all nice and warm, co cool inside for her. Now, they do it all. AC work, trip checks, um, and you get the best Napa, O'Reilly, and dealer certified parts over there with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. And by the way, they keep you updated via text everything they're doing to your vehicle so you know exactly the condition and what's happening. And it comes back to you prettier and nicer because they clean it all up before they get it back to you. 
They're located in Converse on FM 78, right across from the Walmart. Man, it sure is worth the trip for you to go have them do the work for you at FM 78 Auto Center. FM 78 Auto Center, 210-661-2413. Sunny and 105 today. Right now it's 80 at KTSA. Good morning on 35 Southbound, I-10 Highway. FM 1071. And it's 620. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. Now, many of you in San Antonio know the name Bruce Colley from his days as Robert E. Lee. But you also know him as great protector of Joe Montana on their way to multiple Super Bowl championships, especially if you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> you also know him as a guy that blocked incredibly well for running back so that they could get to their championships. I know Bruce Colley also, number one, as a son of God, a man with a deep, deep faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's his number one role. His next role is as a husband to Holly, a father of 13 children, and a great man. You won't meet a finer person in your life than Bruce Colley. He's joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, and I told you uh, last week about his daughter, Devin, and losing her life in an airplane crash at the fly-in at uh, Oshkosh in uh, Wisconsin a week ago this past Saturday. And, Bruce, I want to welcome you to the show, and, and thanks for, for joining me. I know it's very difficult, but uh, please just be yourself. Don't worry about that. We'll get through it, all right? Appreciate it, Trey. Thank you very much. Um, you know, Saturday was such an incredible occasion to to come together the way that we all did to honor Devin. Will you tell us a little bit about her and uh, and how she has impacted so many lives? Because I got to tell you, and I, I told you this on Saturday, and I've texted this to you as well. I've heard from so many people about her who who were affected by her in so many positive ways. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, she, she loved life. She, um, she loved her, her family. Um, she loved Jesus of Nazareth. Um, she was the first of everything that Holly and I went through in our parenting, uh, extravaganza that started back in 1993 when we moved to Wembley. Um, first night we moved in, uh, Holly's water broke, and we had to drive 60 miles back to the Methodist Hospital to have Devin. And that's when it all started. And, you know, just the, the memories that have come out with all of the family and the friends and then, uh, and then that event on Saturday. It's incredible. Um, you know, people talk about living life, and some people live 75, 80, 90 years, and they don't live as well and as as what Devin did in 30 and you don't even know uh, who uh, you know they always say that the funerals aren't for those who passed they're for those those who are remain those of us who are still here and I totally I get it um, you and Nancy know this pain yeah. of losing children yeah you know uh, what it's like to um, 
walk through, you know, it's, we can read the scriptures. We can read about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We can read about them getting thrown in a fiery furnace. We can read about, you know, I mean, on and on and on. But the amazing thing that I have realized, and I think David would want us all to realize, is that God is real. The promises of scripture are real. And there's a word called sympathy. And sympathy is what a lot of people out there right now are feeling for, for Holly and I, for, for you, as I mentioned, uh, Justin and Rebecca and, and what you and Nancy went through. Sure. Yeah, there's sympathy. And that's great. That is beautiful. But empathy, we all got to probably Google that when you pull your car over this after this morning. But empathy is when you've lived through something. It's not just observing. And that's the realization that my family is walking through. That um, you know, we sing that song at the end of that service. It is well with my soul. Mm-hmm. And I have I started singing that song when our kids were one year two. I mean, could barely talk hardly. We shove them up there. We do prison ministry at San Antonio, and we put them up on stage, and they'd sing. And and we sang that song. I can't tell you how many hundred times we sing that song. And the whole story about Horatio Spafford losing his four daughters, you know, and that whole, y'all need to look that up. But I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would feel and taste what that was, a little bit of what that was like. Now, and, and, and so that's. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're going through. And I, I do want to mention yeah. something here. First of all, she was an author and she was. Uh, she was in commercials for, for brokerage firms. All this stuff is available online. She had a love, love, love for warbirds. She and her husband, both Hunter, they both have a love for those warbirds, and, and that's why we had the gathering there. I do want to turn our attention to what you and Holly are doing to, to make a positive out of all this, and that is helping other young women who want to succeed in aviation and move forward in aviation. So talk to us about the scholarship, Bruce. Devin Colley Riley Memorial Scholarship um, is handled through the Patriot Academy. If you go to either the Devin Colley Riley Facebook page, you go to Bruce Colley's, any of my children's pages, um, there, there is a, uh, I guess, QR code. I'm out of my depth here, but there's something you can just touch on your phone. And it will bring up the address of the uh, of the memorial fund, and you can we'll take a dollar, we'll take anything. But basically, Devin's passion was, um, and I find it interesting what we're going through now. She loved being a woman. She was so proud of her identity as a woman, mm-hmm. and she uh, was has always been told by her mother and me that we are equal, but we have different roles. You know, God made women for a purpose. He made men for a purpose, and we need to fight for that. And women need to be in aviation. Um, you know, as you know, there's different jobs. And one of the ugliest things I ever saw in my life, I told my children, is Joe Montana trying to block. Because <laughs> that was not his job. Or, or are you trying to drop and back so, to a football? Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's, that's, what, that's Devin's identity in Christ. Uh, she championed women's uh, desires to be in commercial aviation. She was accepted by the 77th Air Refueling Wing up in North Carolina uh, to fly refuelers. And then COVID hit, and that all got put up to the side, but she never quit aviation. And so she wants 
if if everybody out there right now is wants to fight for women's rights that are godly women's rights, please go and donate to this fund because it will be a scholarship that is awarded on the field right beside where Devin uh, hit the water. Wow. And if people could say, well, what, what in the world are you doing? Devin passed passionately doing what she loved. Amen. She was flying her T6 that her and her husband owned, and she was passionately living life. And far be it from anyone not to live life like that. Well, and me, she impacted people for Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me, uh, we're out of time, but let me give the address, and then it's going to yep. be on all our social media, yep. and we're going to have it on the KTSA page as well. Uh, PatriotAcademy.com, uh, and of course there is a QR code available. It's PatriotAcademy.com slash donate. Bruce Colley, this community, and you know I love you like a brother, and this community loves you, and Holly as yep. well will be holding you up in, you. in prayer, and the and, and the kiddos as well, who are all grown. They're not kiddos anymore anyway, but but we love them all. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you for being thank on. You, and we'll, yep. we'll stand with you through all yep. this, my brother. Love you, bro. I love you, too. See you soon. Bruce Colley. Uh, and please, that address again is patriotacademy.com. Please give out of your heart. Okay, I, I want to tell you about Window World and what they can do to improve your home in so many ways. First of all, the beauty, the look of your home can be so much more than what it is right now. And our friends over at Window World can get these windows together for you in any color that you like, in any style. They are so beautiful, and they fit perfectly when they do the job for you from Window World. And you're going to pay less than you will anywhere else. Why? Because they do so much more volume, and they're able to hold their prices down. The most energy-efficient windows, period, bar none. I did all the research, and I can tell you that personally because we have them at our home. And when it's 105 and 106 degrees outside, Nancy and our nice and cool inside. Hey, by the way, Window World does siding and doors, too. Find out more right now and invite them to come out and give you an estimate in your own home. That's windowworldtx.com. Hey, it's Sean. I've been a fan of Alamo. 637. KTSA, Trey Ware here. 210-599-5555. There's Elaine, Jimmy, and Don. And so... Native American Guardians Association is petitioning to return the Redskins name, get rid of the Commoders, and put on Redskins. Commoders. <laughs> and their petition is going viral and gaining steam. It's called Reclaim the Name. You can't cancel American history. Should they put the name Redskins back on the football team? Elaine, do you care? Elaine says, no. don't care. Jimmy, what I'd, do you say? I'd like it to go back to Redskins. Redskins it should be. And Don, you say? Uh, it makes no difference. Doesn't make any difference to you. No, not at all. All right. It makes no difference to me in that I'm still not going to like them. Okay? Yeah. I'm still going to hate right. that football team. How can you like them exactly. here? Right? Exactly. So, yeah, that's why I want them Redskins so I can hate them exactly again. Exactly. <laughs> a legitimate hate. Even right? more reasons to hate them. It doesn't mean, what does commoters mean anyway? Come on, that is so dumb. But commoters, what, what? please. Washington football team that was, was a, a cool Lionel name. Richie band. <laughs> Out of Alabama. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? I'm sorry. That the Washington football team was a cool name. That was okay, but, you know, come on. What are, what I kind of liked it, though. It was passive-aggressive in a way. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, with the, with the Washington football team. Ha. So, but I just found it was interesting that the ones who put the petition out is the Native American Guardians Association. Yeah. They want it to be named Redskins. Come on. Call it what it is. That's the name of that team. 
In Not Fl- the commanders, the commoters, as you like to call them. The commoters, yeah. yeah. The, in, uh, in Florida, a man arrested for breaking into a church and baptizing himself. <laughs> you know. Oh, God. Well, I mean, if, if you're going to you break know. the law, that's not a bad reason. <laughs> Probably a hose outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't. There's a swimming pool around the corner. No right. reason to break into the church. He actually stole some stuff before taking oh, it. Oh, okay. Sorry. He, he didn't exactly break in to baptize himself. He stole some stuff, and then he took a dip in the font. He, uh, P, uh, police uh, found meth stuff on him when they when they arrested him. So, obviously. He didn't really repent then. He no, was, he was not repenting. Okay. He was just going for a swim yeah midnight swim in the baptist church (laughs) that sounds like a good fun time doesn't it a midnight swim in the baptist church it's like a jim stafford song from the 70s doesn't (laughs) it (laughs) (laughs) probably was god where is jim stafford where is that boy now i don't know you know i think he screwed up when he divorced old ode to billy joe bobby gentry that was a mistake in his life right there boy i'll tell you yeah william friedkin Friedkin scary. (laughs) Okay. First of all, French Connection. All right. So, French Connection. He tells the story of a friend of his, and he were going to go across Europe. And the friend asked him, said, "How how are we going to go from here to there? Wherever they were going from, like Cologne to Bologna or something. I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, how are we going to get there?" And and Friedkin says, "By train." His friend said, "No, I'll be damned. That ain't happening. (laughs) I can't on no train with you. Not after what you did on French Connection. That ain't happening, baby." Uh Uh. Then the sorcerer. Then cruising. But okay, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm I'm 60. I'll be 60 in a month and a half. Exorcist still scares the crap out of me. Well, yeah. Okay? Blood and gore doesn't bother me. Those movies like, what, Friday the 13th and all that, because all the blood and gore, Halloween, none of those movies bother me. I don't, whatever, I laugh at a lot of that stuff. Exorcist freaks me totally out. Totally. You guys? Anybody? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's childhood trauma. That's what it was. Yeah, that well, movie will mess you up. For, for my age, yeah. childhood trauma. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> what did it go, 73? Yes. That's when it came out, 73. So then I saw it like 76. So I was 10 years old, and my parents were going to see it. And I begged them, please, come on, take me. I want to go. And they're like, uh-uh. There's two things that kids don't do. Number one is they don't go to Vegas with me. And number two, you ain't going to see this movie. And I remember when I turned 18, they re-released it, and it came to the theater at Windsor Park Mall. I said, well, I'm 18. You ain't stopping me now. I'm going to go see it. My parents were right. Yeah. Man, that was just, I went and saw it when I was 18. It was still, to this day, still freaking me out. Okay? Uh, freakiest scene for you guys? Uh, there's there's a scene and it. I don't. It, it's almost like it was an afterthought where there's a they transition from one to another and there's this image that pops up on the screen real quick. They gave it a name, but it's like this figure of a demon of some sort that kind of goes re- across the screen yeah, real quick. Yeah, um, that got you. Yeah, that that, that frightened me because I thought I was seeing things. Right. Because well, you was, might have been. You know, everybody else have said seen yeah, it too, man. but I thought at first I'm like, did I just? When she was walking, um, is it backwards? Yeah, oh, the, the spider web. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty frightening too. Yeah, did, did, they cut that out of the original one though, right? That that came back in the re-release. Am I correct yeah. about that, or am I wrong? I, I think they remember. cut. I think they cut that out of the original. They put it back in for for the re-release. I don't remember that in the original, but maybe it was there. I was so traumatized. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Well, there was that 
the language scene when she says to the priest uh, your about mother. your mother. Yeah, yeah. Oh that was gosh. when it was. Oh. I was like, oh, you're not supposed to say that. You're a kid. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. It was hor- well, you know, and <laughs> they freaked me out. The studio put out. I'll tell you mine in a second. But the studio put out all this stuff about. Uh, uh, you know, how she was traumatized. No, don't, don't, Jimmy, don't. Stop. It's right. Jimmy, Jimmy, stop. God, don't do that to me. Did you, uh. did you see his face? Ooh. He became a scared little boy all of a sudden. Uh. Ooh, that hurt. Don't Jimmy, do that again. Jimmy, you evil little man. Do it again. <laughs> You, you were one of those in school, weren't you? Yeah. You really were. You were one of those. I'm a remember, producer. Uh, a long time ago when you would bring up The Exorcist and Don Cooper would play her voice. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I hated it. Oh, yeah. I just you drove me crazy. <laughs> well, that's, no, Don. That's my scene. And it's, I won't do that. No. no you can't edit fast <laughs> yeah, enough. No. Yeah. When, yeah, when, uh, when the priest is sitting next to the bed. And she's talking like her his mom. Hey Timmy, Timmy, don't do yeah. Timmy, the, you yeah. know all that. Right. And then here it is, the bedside drawer opens. Yep. <laughs> and he pushes it closed, mm-hmm. and he looks at her and says, "No, no, no." First he says, "Did you do that?" And she goes, "Yeah." Uh. <laughs> and he closed it and said, "Do it again." <laughs> and she said. In good time. I just had this visual in my head of, of you going to see that movie at 18. They're looking at your parents saying, you ain't the boss of me. Yeah, right. I'm, and then no. he goes home and crawls into bed with mom and dad. I because, did. I yeah. did. I went home and I grabbed my mama and I hung on to her, boy. And I was a big, strong, strapping 18-year-old football player. I was a radio star. Right. You know what I mean at 18? Yeah. And I ain't nobody going to tell me what I can and cannot see. You know, my parents were really smart. Yeah. <laughs> they were so dumb when I was 17. When I turned 18, they got really smart all of a sudden. You know, when that movie came out, wow. uh, I was five years old maybe. And oh, I, Of course, yeah, I wasn't allowed sure. to go see it, you know. <laughs> but my cousin Terry went to see it. Uh-huh. And, and we had heard there was a scene in the movie where the bed kind of raises up off the floor. Oh, does it ever. Well, we were waiting for her to come home from the movie, and my cousin Rich and I uh, sneak into her room and wait for her. And so when bed. she goes to bed that yeah. night, we put our feet up under the mattress and lifted it up. Oh man. man! You know what? And she, you know, here we are. You know, fifty years later, yeah. and she still reminds me. You know, I whipped your ass for an hour, and I'll that. do it again yeah. if and, necessary. And she could just for know? good measure. Yeah, you haven't <laughs> forgotten it. Just, just last year, I saw her. Just last year, it's like, remember that time you were like, oh yeah, I can. My ears are still ringing. Well, to think that all of that came out of his mind, yeah. you know, and how he put all that right. together. Wow, unbelievable. Great film. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Uh, coming right back, uh, 210-599-5555. And at Amity Bank, you get treated with the utmost in customer care for your entire family. I know because Nancy and I are customers at Amity Bank. We trust them. We believe in them. We know that when they tell us something, it's number one, right, <laughs> which sometimes you don't get the right information out of some companies, right, but Amity you do. And number two, it's straight up and honest. They don't have anything to sell you. you know, it's not, uh, no, no, no. It's about taking care of your family with you as a teammate to your family, helping your family uh, have a better financial future in every single respect. And they're here at Amogee to do that. Now, you've seen the interest rates, and it's in the news this morning. Don was just talking about it. It looks like another interest rate might be, uh, uh, rise might be coming down the road. So have you, like, reworked your finances and where your money might be to take advantage of these interest rates? 
If you haven't done that already, right now is a great time to get in touch with Amogee Bank and let them walk you through that process. Your money is best when it's making more money for you. And right now we have an opportunity for that to happen for you. But you got to get in touch with Amogee to find out how. That's Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Look better, healthier, and younger with a... 652 now, KTSA. Spent a lot of time talking about uh, Joe Biden on this show because it's a current event show, right? And he sure is about current events, although he's not the president. Told you about that huge interview, 16,000-word interview I went through, and talked about how uh, all of everything I've said about Barack Obama running this government right now is true, and that the black cars show up at his house every day, and they've got their Secret Service with them. And it's the worst-kept secret in, in D.C. The uh, uh, media will not talk about how you know, he's having daily meetings with, with the White House staff at his house. Um, but i got to tell you, when it comes to, to Joe Biden, I, I didn't think that my estimation of him could get any lower. I've been following him now. I've been doing political uh, talk radio for about 40 years or political uh, base radio for about 40 years. Um, been studying politics and following politics more than 50. And um, so I'm I'm very well-versed in Joe Biden. And, of course, because of all his criminal activity, I've been studying that deeply as well and how I believe he's a criminal, how I believe he's a traitor, how I believe he has committed treason against this country by selling this country to enrich himself and his family. I I firmly believe that. Uh, He is also a plagiarist. He's also a bald-faced liar, um, and that's that's been well-documented. For many, many years, it's been well-documented how Joe Biden is a liar. But he's also uh, one of the lowest people in human beings that you will ever know. And that's just not me saying. It's people that I know inside of D.C. that know him very well and that have had many, many uh, encounters with him. But to do what he did to the Gold Star families and the way he treated them, let's start with number six here, Jimmy. I just want you to hear some of the sound from these Gold Star families from yesterday and how when Joe was responsible for getting their children killed, how he responded and how he reacted. Go ahead, Joe. In closing, I'm calling out Secretary Blinken, Secretary Austin, General Milley, General McKenzie, Lieutenant Colonel Whited, who could not give the order to the snipers to take out the bomber before he detonated his vest, and ultimately the president. Do what our son did. Be a grown-ass man. Admit to your mistakes. Let's go to cut two as well, Jimmy. These are parents that lost their kids when Joe pulled the plug on Afghanistan. Just a quick history lesson. Afghanistan was being managed, the withdrawal, by Donald Trump. And when Joe came in, he wanted to be the one that ended the war. So he pulled the plug. And when he did, a bomber went and blew up 13 of our great service members who were serving so valiantly there. Since that time, the families have been lied to. But when Joe met with some of the families, first of all, you have to know he will not even say the names of the 13. He will not mention the incident at all. He won't even discuss it. 
but when he went to meet them, he didn't, he was not compassionate. He was not, you know, God bless you type, you know, consoler in chief. No, no, no. He immediately started talking about how his son came home in a flag draped coffin as well as a war hero. My son, Bo, was a war hero too, as if it's some sort of sick competition. Bo did not come home in a flag draped coffin. Bo died at Walter Reed from brain cancer. But Joe, see, Joe's a liar. And Joe wants these families to feel like he's superior to them, that the loss of his son was more important. Listen to this mama. I ask that our children are honored, those injured, and those that made it home from HKIA, that they be honored by speaking the truth. Staff Sergeant Taylor Hooper, Sergeant Nick Olgee, Sergeant Johanny Pachardo, Staff Sergeant Ryan Naus, Corporal Dagan Page, Corporal Humberto Sanchez, Corporal Hunter Lopez, Hospital Corman Maxin Soviet, Lance Corporal Kareem Nakui, Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, Lance Corporal Jared Schmidt, Lance Corporal David Espinoza, Lance Corporal Riley McCollum. So she had the bravery to do what Joe Biden will not do. He won't even mention their names. And here's another mom. Our elected president entered the room. When he approached me, his words to me were, my, w- my wife Jill and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a flag-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster and I started shaking knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. Also wondering how someone could honestly, sorry, be so heartless to say he knew how I felt a little over 24 hours and learning of my son's death. Now, the other thing that Joe continued to do while he was there at Dover, and I've been there to me, Dover's hallowed ground because of the souls that have passed through there and the bodies and the remains that have gone through there to be prepared to be delivered back to their families. The man continued to check his watch over and over again. It's a burden for him to be there with these families whom he is responsible for the deaths of their children. And since that time, in the, in the past two years, seven survivors have taken their own lives. And Joe was responsible for that, too. Warren Ryman coming up next, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by 